You're listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Hey folks, welcome to Frankie Boy Radio. This is Take Two. So I posted the episode earlier today. Got some listener feedback that said, man, that is boring. That is such a great story. Put some pop in it. So here's some pop. All right. We want to be a little caffeinated. I haven't even had my coffee, but you know what? It's the first full day of spring. It's 79 degrees here in Indian Head. The barometer is falling at 29.48 inches. And uh, let's get into it. Happy birthday to Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers rocks. Fred Rogers was born today in 1928 in a suburb of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. When the population increased by one, you'd be like, oh, big deal. But those are exactly the things that are a big deal. He would go on to get his bachelor's of music, become an ordained Presbyterian minister, and most famously, start Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. This remains, to me, a beacon of light, a beacon on the hill for decency, kindness, goodness, doing the right thing, and consistency and discipline. Now, for me, those were the really hard things. I usually think of discipline as somebody like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the gym, but which certainly is, but it comes in many different forms. And Mr. Rogers in his car again, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, beautiful day in the neighborhood, Wow. So, so with this in mind, I picked up the phone today a little bit grumbly, but was able to get through it and do something that I think is worthy of Mr. Rogers' birthday. I want to tell you about that. But before I tell you that story, I have to tell you this story of how my fence got totally demolished and destroyed. In case you didn't hear, on a previous episode, last Saturday... I was being responsible. I was fixing up my house and I was outside in the driveway around the corner working on things and I hear a tremendous crash. Like the kind of crash that you think, hmm, I don't think anything good could make that sound. I don't think anything in the realm of normal would emit that frequency and I better go look at that immediately. Well, actually, you don't think all that stuff. You just run around the corner and you'd be like, what's going on? And I ran around the corner and saw a mail truck. Okay. This is the most surreal thing when you see an ordinary object where it shouldn't be. And in this case, the mail truck was on the wrong side of where the split rail fence used to be in the middle of my front yard. It had left the street, crashed the fence, plucked a sprig of holly from the tree as it whizzed by, and skidded to the stop where I usually do astronomy. I'm glad my telescope wasn't there. That would have been a tragedy. So I say to the man when I say, dude, are you okay? And he says, yeah. I said, what happened? Right? Because I'm genuinely puzzled. And he's like, oh, I'm not, there's a stick or something. I... So he's walking around. He's kind of dazed. And I, I said, oh, um, here, have a chair. So I went up and grabbed a chair off my front porch and, 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 set a chair down for him and I said, let me go get you a glass of water. And he pulls out his phone and he calls it into his boss. And I come out, he's pacing around and he's, 
he's on the phone and you know is agitated and, and he's yeah man this is just a cherry on top of today and you can just feel his his stress and his pain and his aggravation and fortunately he's okay but like you know sometimes some days really seem like you either want everything to work right or you want to be flattened by a giant space rock and it's the middle that is most aggravating and and john as we'll call him was stuck squarely in the middle so he hands me his phone and i'm thinking that's your phone that's not my phone right he must be a little confused and then he's like my boss wants to talk to you i said oh oh okay so i get on the phone with his boss and his boss is like yeah you're probably having a bad day i said well you know it's honestly this is fine you know it doesn't look like it's that big of a deal and you know and before he gets on the phone the mailman let's call him john said you're josh right i said yeah yeah thinking who is this guy and this is kind of weird that like mailmen are like really good at knowing who people are right so i said to i said to uh his boss i said yeah well he's a, he's an old friend anyway and you know i'm sure it'll be fixed and, and the boss says okay we'll have the postmaster call you on monday we'll we'll sort it out i said okay so i hand the phone back to john and john said yeah you grew up in akakik right and i'm thinking who is this guy and and i said but all of a sudden he starts looking increasingly familiar I said, what's your name? And John says, John. And I said, John, John. John used to live up the street from me. We would ride bikes together. We would run around as 10-year-old boys and haven't seen him since then. I said, well, you know, it's nice to see you. He just happened to drop by. And, and the never-ending stream of hysteria on the news, it was so nice to have something bizarre happen that was okay and manageable. It was no big deal, right? So I said, John, I don't know if delighted would be the right word, but like, you know, it's, it's good to see you. I was like, you know, can you stay? And he said, well, you know, I actually got to finish, you know, my my route. I said, oh, okay. I said, I said, How have you been? He goes, well, you know, I've, I've adopted two kids and, you know, I live nearby. And, uh, you know, how old are you? And he's a, year, he's a year younger than me. And I said, no way, man. He's 33, you know, and he has a beard. The last time I saw him, you know, we, we, we couldn't, no way, grow beards, right? Um, so I said, we probably shouldn't get a selfie, right? He goes, yeah, probably not. So he goes off. So the postmaster had called. The postmaster wanted to know what was broken. I told her, told her I'd get back to her, left a message, didn't hear anything. And here it is, Mr. Rogers' birthday. And I'm feeling slightly irritated because my fence is still in pieces, right? So I call up the phone. I think, okay, Mr. Rogers' birthday. Be cool. Step up to the Mr. Rogers' plate. I said, hey, how's it going? It's Josh with the fence. She goes, oh, hey, how's it going? I said, oh, yeah, it's probably, it's probably a madhouse over there, right, with the virus. She goes, yeah, it sure is. I said, well, is there a better day to talk? She goes, well, how about tomorrow? Well, tomorrow's Saturday. How about Monday? I said, okay. She said, yeah, get me an estimate. I said, well, you know, I, I have a question for you that might save us a call is, what's going to happen to the mailman is this going to go back to the mailman she goes yeah yeah he's likely facing termination over this can you imagine losing a steady job now i've had to spend the last week reinventing my business finally got it straightened out but talk about stressful and i don't have any kids right it's just me so this is where the idea came in i said oh well wait a second i got an idea 
my father is a very religious man and he likes to participate in this thing I do and he, he gives me some money every now and then and I go spend it on good things in the community. So what if I take care of the fence and say it never happened? Will John be okay? I grew up with John and, you know, would prefer this not to happen to him. And the postmaster is just as you would expect a postmaster to sound who has to deal with the general public and especially the general public in my town all day, right? So she sounded stressed out and worn down and slightly jaded and having to deal with the general public. And it's like she cracked open a little bit. She goes, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, that, that'll, be, that'll be fine. And I said, okay, and so John's going to be okay, right? And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, I don't want them to terminate him and stick me with the bill, right? That, that would be lame. So, thanks to my dad, the fence is going to be fixed. Thanks to Mr. Rogers' birthday, um, things turned out well. John will have his job. I'll be out there with a post hole digger singing some work songs, you know, annoying the neighbors. Going to spruce up the place and fix what's right in front of me and possible to fix. I think that's a good way to observe Mr. Rogers' birthday. So, that is the story of the fence and mending fences. Now, America, you know what time it is. It's time to take a deep breath. Let's take five of them. We're going to breathe in through our nose to the count of four. Hold our breath for two and then exhale through our mouths for a count of four. Don't pass out. Don't pop. Do what's comfortable for you. Are you ready? Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, Two, exhale, one, two, three, four. Again, a little bit deeper, breathe into your belly. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one. Two, exhale, one, two, three, four. Last one, inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four. Wiggle around a little bit, feel that it's good to be you. And I'm pulling up. A Fred Rogers quote for you and a challenge. First one, the challenge. My brother's doing this today with one of his buddies. No news today. That's what I'm doing. Not watching the news. going to calm myself down. And here's a quote. Speaking of the news. Fred Rogers. When I was a boy and I would see scary things in the news, my mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. Be well, America. We'll see you tomorrow.